Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. I mean, I can, I still hear, I don't hear the echo anymore, but I can still hear like the background lawn mowing and everything. Oh, and that's with my windows closed. So this is the best it's going to be, Michael. Okie dokie. Take it or leave it, man. So how has I don't want to start off with anything bad, but I mean like, what's been, dude, just dude, how, what's been going on lately? Like, have you seen anything or like what's um, going on on the gossip? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I I am just trying to survive sleep deprivation mode. Oh, it's at that stage right now. Oh gosh, yeah, it's been at that stage, and I'm waiting for this stage to be over. And unfortunately, I think this stage is going to be lasting for a, a while because he's still only three weeks old. What the baby? Three weeks I know. old. Man. Three weeks old. It's already been three weeks. Jeez. It's been three, and I think that was the last time I talked to you, right? Like after we had just brought him back from the hospital. We didn't put an episode. Oh no, no episode went out last week, huh? I forgot. No, because you're you're too popular for me. Dang, I am super popular now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh yeah. No, I didn't put it out because I have completed the first ever ground marketing course, which you can now buy. No, I'm just kidding. Well, you can. Yeah. I'll let you guys know when it's gonna be out and about, and I'm gonna have Ashley interview. I mean, review it, but. But you're not going to charge me, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Duh. No, I'm just kidding. Who knows? I don't want to say that out loud in the pot. Why not? Yeah, I will charge you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, what's been... Anything been going on lately? Yeah, so, well, a whole lot of um, breastfeeding and pumping and poopy diapers. Or do you mean like dental related? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess anything related, really, right now. like Anything related. So, man, I feel like my mind is a fog right now. Like, Cody woke up. Well, he actually had a really long stretch in the first part of the night. He had four hours. And then he woke up every hour and a half after that. So, yeah, it's um, it's just tiresome. I, Man, if you haven't had a newborn yet, it's like intern year of your residency. Really? I'm, yeah, no, yeah. It, it's it's a fog. And um, I'm, I'm officially going back to work tomorrow, Michael. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Why? Yeah, I, why, I know because, um, okay, so one, you already know I have issues with um, not being in the office. So I have issues when I'm not in the office and then I have issues when I am in the office. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I feel so, it's like a lose, lose situation for me. Like, you know how normally it's a win-win, like 
I feel like I can be a stay-at-home mom and and the business owner, but I feel like I'm losing, losing on both ends. Like, how when can you win though? Like, how can I we make know. it a win? How can we I make it a win-win-win situation? I, that's what I need to figure out. Like, I just need. I think I just have to do balanced stuff. So, so right now I've been at home with Cody full time, except for some random days where I went into the office. Like, so I went into the office on Friday to pay bills, which is so not fun. I hate that part. I think, like, yeah. Yeah. It's why do you not- hate it? Why? Why do you? Why do you hate it? Because I hate money leaving. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. Like, I hate it. And and Judy's been amazing. She's been opening all the mail. And then whenever (laughs) we have a bill, she scans it and she uploads it onto my Asana. And then she gives me the task to pay it by the due date. And I can see the scanned attachment so I know exactly how much to pay. I just hate paying. I really do. Here's the thing. What do you hate? paying the most um <laughs> everything everything sucks like, but like when it comes to bills what are the bills what are your bills oh when, man like that so, day what were your bills i had to pay our utilities bill so our ac oh, like just yeah. electricity and that went up to 400 dollars this month Dude. i have to pay the water bill which was like $100. I had to pay payroll, which was $10,000 just for two weeks. And, oh, man, I I tell you what, though. I love my team to pieces. I just wish they were volunteers. (laughs) 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 I really do. When When they talk about payroll, like being the biggest portion of your overhead, like it's, it's so gut wrenching having to pay, even though I know you can't have a, a business without employees. It just hurts me every time I hit submit. I'm like, you really work that many hours? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're one of those people? Jeez. Oh, no. man. Really no. And, and I think it's just hitting me harder this month just because I haven't been working. So our numbers haven't been as high. And then, but you know, our overhead continues the same as it always has been. Um, so how can so now you, how can you fix that though? Like how can you not work in your overhead? I mean, and you're like, for example, you said, Oh, I haven't been working. So we haven't made as much. What's the difference? Like what well, makes now, it different? What do you mean? What makes it? Cause different? if you think about it right now, you still have a dentist in your office. You still have a yes. hygienist. You have everything. Yes. The only thing is like, actually not there. So what is the difference? Well, remember I told you Alexa wasn't working that one week. She was in Hawaii. Oh yeah. And then she was only working, she was only working two days a week, two, Thursdays and Fridays. But now starting this month, she's there four days a week. So technically, we should start to see an increase in numbers again because there's a doctor full time. Mm. So mm. I just, yeah, I just haven't been patient enough. And, and I have problems with patients. Like, yeah, this is a virtue, people, and I have none of it right now. I think that's like every entrepreneur, though. We all have problems with our our patients. Like, we want results and money now. Like now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I want to lose the baby weight like tomorrow. What are you I doing? Guess. What are you doing for that right now, by the way? 
<laughs> I am. You. <laughs> so because I am so sleep deprived, I really, really thought like, oh, I'm gonna. Oh, so we have a Peloton. I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump on the Peloton like at five in the morning, but. That doesn't happen because we're still awake at four in the morning with Cody. So I am so tired. Wait, wait, what's a Peloton? What do you mean? What's a? Have you been living under a rock? It's that indoor cycling. Oh, with the you got that? Yeah. Is it called Peloton or Peloton? Oh, oh, if you're Latino, I guess it's Peloton. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Wow, you have that. That's I so have cool. that. Oh, oh so that? get this. So, it's amazing. I think I've been on it like three times <laughs> since <laughs> we got it. And we got it like um, nine months ago. Oh, so, wow. yeah, I had begged Brian to get me the Peloton because, like, after I found out I was pregnant, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a super fit pregnant mom. So, reality is never the same as what I have envisioned in my head. Like, I really thought, like, oh, you know how some women, they only gain, like, 10 ounces during their pregnancy? Yeah, And they they still do, like, squats and whatever and run marathons. I I told myself, like, I am going to be that mom. And then you feel like crap and you're nauseated and you're trying to keep the vomit at bay and (laughs) tired and you're sleep deprived because you're peeing every five minutes because this kid is on your bladder. So reality sunk in that, you know, I am not going to get up on the Peloton because I am exhausted. And uh, obviously you guys heard my, my whole pregnancy woes, my journey with everything happening with the office and the pregnancy. So long story short, I did not become one of those super fit pregnant moms that I wanted to be. So the Peloton, thankfully, Brian has really good determination and drive and he's been using it like that guy wakes up at 4.45 and he's on it. Like, Dang, really? Yeah, no, he's like, I kind of want to kick him in the face sometimes. <laughs> he's so motivated. Dang. He's a la- lazy slob like me. But and Brian's he, a fit husband, though. He, like, sometimes he I'll read his Instagram posts and he talks about, like, uh, like what, well, physical fitness. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, wow. It's interesting. Yes. Yes. So Brian's background. So he majored in exercise biology at UC Davis. Oh. And, and then he did his um, master's um, thesis on the Framingham study, nutrition and, and cardiac disease. So, so he's, he's as fit, fit as they come, minus the occasional IPA. He's, he's really that's good. The, that's the, the, it's kind of like. Would you rather be the fittest ever and then not ever enjoy, like, your taste buds? You know what I mean? Right, right. So, and it's kind of like, it's okay. It's okay. But It's okay. Anyway, so you haven't been on the Peloton? In- I haven't been on the Peloton because I'm so tired. And, and now, Cody, oh, my goodness. I mean, you just heard him. Like, I, I don't know what I would do without an additional set of hands. So you guys know that I have no pair her name is Carla, and she's been amazing. So I don't know if Michael had already recorded. Did you get Cody crying in the beginning? He, it was, like, really in the back. You guys will hear it. If you hear it all the way to the end after the music of the episode, you will hear it. <laughs> so basically, 
Michael and I have kept pushing back this recording because I never know when I'm going to get time to to record peacefully. So um, we had scheduled this, right, Michael? And then mm-hmm. we had Skype issues. And then as soon as we finally got to to talking, Cody starts crying. So it's 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 tough being a stay at home mom. Like you think you have all the time in the world to just watch this developing baby sleep and <laughs> like like Sorry. once again reality is so different from what your expectations are now this kid doesn't want to get put down and if you're not breastfeeding you're pumping and if you're not pumping you're getting peed or pooped on or spit on so um so exciting it's so exciting like i should story it like i have pump stuff everywhere on my my little nightstand um, we have a collection of dirty diapers in the corner that I'm staring at. Like, just from last night alone, I think I'm counting six diapers. Six yeah. Di- Why haven't you storied it? I should. Do you guys want to see my story of poop? <laughs> Over, like, of you, like, you know, doing this process. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I you know what Anyways, what, what, have you, what have you been doing <laughs> with your nutrition, though, like, as far oh, as... Oh, yeah. Um, I have been eating, uh, well, I've been eating a lot because I'm hungry, <laughs> like I said. Like I said, I want, I want results like yesterday, right? Yeah. But, but my calories in, calories out, it, there's no deficit there. And the fact that I'm older now means my metabolism is already slower naturally. Um, so I... I don't know what to do, Michael. I think I'm just going to be this weight forever now. I really hope not because I'm really uncomfortable in my skin and nothing is fitting. You know, some women, they give birth and then they're back in their pre-pregnancy jeans the next day. The next day, whatever. The next day. Yeah, like I I hate those women. Like yeah. I want to shoot those women. Yeah, so nothing is fitting and I I've been eating healthily. I've been eating more vegetables and definitely watching my refined sugars. And I know you said don't go low carb. So I have not been going low carb. And I tried going low carb and I saw a decrease in my breast milk supply. So, yeah. Just, I mean, like calorie deficit. So that might mean low carb, low everything, right? But I mean calorie deficit but you are breastfeeding right now yeah it's up to you like just don't don't get up like the other day i had um i guess ever since i've been talking more about nutrition just people have been reaching out to me on nutrition oh yeah (laughs) yeah i guess so i mean well yeah but they're not really nice about it they're just like what should i do in this occasion i'm like hi my name is michael nice to meet you um what's your name you know what i mean it's more anyways um have you ever heard of net carbs? No, what's that? Is that an app? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> net carbs. So, like, sometimes you see, like, oh, net carbs. Like, for example, if you look at the... If you look at the... If you look... Somebody wanted me to talk to, about this on the podcast. So, like, if you... <laughs> Is it an app? If you look at the back, like grab a, uh, any box, like a cereal or whatever, right? And you look at the back, the nutrition facts, and it shows, um, like, you know, carbohydrates, maybe right. net carbs, they'll see on there. And so somebody asked me, like, hey, what's, 
should I be watching my net carbs? And like really the concept of net carbs um, is based on the principle that all, that not all carbohydrates affect the body in the same manner. Right. But guys, this is a marketing method used by food companies to indicate uh, that their products might contain less carbohydrates than could be designated in the nutrition facts. So they might say like, hey, only three net carbs. And so right. people are like, oh my gosh, yeah. Let's do it, right? But companies define net carbs as the total grams of carbohydrate minus the grams of sugar, alcohols, or fiber, and glycerin. So this equation isn't like entirely accurate because some of the sugar... (laughs) Yeah, because some of the sugar, alcohols, and fiber are absorbed by the body and can affect blood glucose anyway. So that's... uh, Somebody wanted me to talk about that, so that's me talking about it a little bit more. But in another sense... (laughs) It's not an app, Ashley. <laughs> it's more—it's actually what you're consuming in your body. But um, that's interesting that we know where you're at now. Yeah, you really need to. I need to get out of the house. Get out of the house a little bit more. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Actually, I went wine tasting. <laughs> and that's not good for my next Oh, part. yeah. No. Can you do that already or no? Yeah, well, I only had like a little, little taste. And... Um, yeah, so if you do drink a lot, you have to use those testing strips in your milk to make sure you're not giving your baby alcohol. Oh, really yeah. quick. Let's transition, to, let's transition to a whole different subject really fast about your one-year anniversary. <gasps> Did you see my post? Yeah, I thought the, the, the way you posted it, I thought it was really cool. It was just white. Thank what did you it say? It, white party, right? Yeah, it's white party. The font and everything. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. What is this? And then I saw it was Ashley Puss, and I was like, oh, keep scrolling. And then I just <laughs> <continue to scroll laughs> <Jared>. <laughs> I'm going to hang up on you. I'm going to hey, are you coming? You should I think come. so. I, well, it's in September, right? I have so many things going on in September. But... I don't care. Anything more important than me? I don't is it Who else is going to be there? Um, Does it matter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it like um, a open invite for everybody or? Yeah, if you guys want to come. Oh my gosh. Oh, should we make like a, let's do it. <gasps> let's do a meetup. You guys want to meet up at our white party? Okay, so check it. We're going to have a white party to end all white parties. No, I don't know. But I, we just thought of it. <laughs> and I was like, amazing. <laughs> You're just so. on your bed <laughs> watching Cody. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to put a white so, party. So ha- have you ever been to a white party? Yes. So do you remember last year around this time? Well, no, I'm sorry. Around October, you had interviewed me and I had just went to the white party in Sacramento where you get invited to the secret location. Uh 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 So we are throwing a white party for our one year anniversary. And we're going to try to keep it kind of like under wraps. Like we're not going to divulge too much information. And um so that's where that post came from. Like, I'm not telling really what we're doing. I'm not. Um, and it's mostly because we haven't planned anything. <laughs> oh, man. Really quick. You whispering it on a worldwide <laughs> podcast doesn't mean nobody's going to hear it. But here's the thing. Like, if we invite people, what? What are? I mean, if people from everywhere can come, what are we going to do? But that's the cool part. Like, we can just, we're, 
we're just going to have fun. And, okay, so I'm going to tell you more about it. So I'm getting a DJ again, and everyone's going to wear white, and um, it's going to be a, a party. And, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it is, it is going to be a party. We are... Um, we're going to have a champagne, like, a champagne cocktail kind of party. So we're calling it uh, Beats and Bubbly, and, um, and it's just going to be a good time. And I think you should come so that you can be there, obviously, and and then we can document it in, in our group, and, oh, we can even record if you want to. Yeah, I think if, like, I would definitely go and podcast there. Especially if other people are going to be there too, like other people from the group, so we can get like, you know what I mean? Um, you should yeah. come. Um, Book your ticket. Here's the or thing. drive like you did last time. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. If we, if everybody does go, where are we going to park? <laughs> oh, so we're <laughs> hiring a valet service <laughs> because my neighbor, you guys know, he's a jerk. So. Stupid jerk neighbor guy. Jesus, no. it's not even open yet. He's already being super picky about Dude, the park. We've had so many people. So obviously, we we've had to be telling. We we've told our patients like, hey, we're really sorry, but you can't park there because of our neighbor doesn't want anybody. And he's basically rubbed the whole community the wrong way because everyone just says there's no business there. Like, why does he care? So. He's basically shooting himself in the foot if, if you know, he's he's already leaving a bad taste in people's mouth. Like, and he has a business. He's opening a senior care facility, and people obviously have senior seniors in their lives. So theoretically, he's hurting his potential business. Yeah. 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 So. Oh, well. So. So white party. It's going to be September. I'm looking at it right now. Wait, where is it? September. September 8th. Because our one-year anniversary is September 7th. So tell us a little bit, since in this one year, what has been, like, the biggest mistake and the biggest... Oh, oh, here's a better question. Besides, we're just still going to tell us the biggest mistake. But what has been the one thing where you're like, I should have done this sooner or I just should have done this? I should have, oh man, okay, let me think about this. I should have... Like, I want you to imagine, like, you're on stage and all these new startups are listening to you. They're all, like, a week old or sooner, and they're like, the one thing I should have done, what? The one thing. Or a couple things, it's okay. Or, um, I would say... One, I would have not been a chicken and started placing implants a lot sooner than, than I, I still haven't bought a, an implant system because I have, like, I think it's, oh, I, okay, fear, fear holds you back from doing the things that you know you should be doing, right? Like, fear held me back from doing a startup from the beginning. I wish I had done this a lot sooner than I had done it. And then now I wish I had started placing implants as soon as our doors opened. And and the the more you think about it, the more you you doubt yourself and just do it. So okay. implants. Implants is yeah. one thing. Or more more than anything is like fear, right? Like what are yeah. you afraid of the most? 
maybe that's your compass. Like maybe you should be going that way. Like maybe fear right. is telling you like, hey, this is it. Like nothing, I guess it's like nothing easy is going to be, I mean, nothing worth having is comfortable. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Guess, this is what we're trying to say here. Exactly. So what's been one of the biggest mistakes? I would say, I I think I didn't document enough, and Brian is is gonna <laughs> he's gonna listen to this and he's gonna be like I told you, but I should have been documenting the entire year, and I didn't, and I think I I missed out on that opportunity to really talk about the struggles that I was facing that week, that day, that hour with that patient. I should have talked about that because mm. there were dentists who were following my story and they could have learned something from me. They could have, I, I should have talked more about the business side of the marketing. Like so many, so many of the people in the group are messaging me now asking about like marketing and, and how they've, they've watched what Smiling Company has done and, and they want to do something similar in their own in their own, you know, startup and and I just I don't know why I just stopped. Like I I got pregnant and I got sick and I got tired. And then when you feel like you're sick and you're tired, you don't want to document anymore. Like I I I want everything to be perfect at all times. And it sucks. Like it, I really am the bottleneck in my practice because if if I don't feel like like things are perfect, I'm not going to talk about it. And that is a disservice to anybody who's who's been following our story. And and it was such a big learning experience, especially being a pregnant pregnant business owner. I could have talked about just how I felt overwhelmed in this situation or that situation because there are a lot of moms who are now messaging me and, and talking about you know when when is a good time for them to get pregnant or now they just found out that they're pregnant and they're stressed out like it i just should have should have documented more and hmm. um yeah so that's one thing i regret especially listening to to brian i know he's he's always um he's always my voice of reason even though I argue with him because he, he, he literally tells me what to do like every day. Come on. We're going to Target. You need clothes. No, You're like right. he he really is like he has such a bit uh, a business mind and he's always like pushing me to do this or do that and and I don't listen to him because because he's right a lot of the time. I'm not going to say all of the time because, you know, like, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still a woman. I would never, yeah. I would never admit to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think when you're in the thick of things and you can't, you, you can't see past whatever is, is like burdening you at the moment, I think it's very easy to, to not see the big picture. And mm -hmm. um, that's what I that's what I struggled with. And um, what so, else? So I documenting it then, right? Documenting more. Now, do you what, you feel like you didn't do that 
Because here's the thing. Um, there was a part in this year where we didn't record for a while, right? We didn't record for three months. Oh, three months. Why? Was it three months, really? Well, yes, three months. It was three months. We didn't record for a while. Right. And that's when we were all like, okay, or not we were all. That's when, why, why didn't we record? That was when I was sick. Like, I literally was seeing patients and then throwing up in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you were already pregnant then, right? And then you also went to Europe, and then the time difference was difficult. Oh, so it was probably my fault then, because of the Europe, right? Um, that's what I'm going to blame, too, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> now, but, but the cool thing is, is like, I feel like it kind of just picked up, right? Like, where it, right. it was never like what do we talk about now? I don't know. Like people, I mean, they're always interested in hearing the journey as well, but right. you kind of have to, I think there's a lesson there. Like just cause you stopped for a bit. Doesn't mean like it's it, it's it, it's over. Like who's going to want to not just pick it up. Like right. where it, wherever it kind of, I guess left off at. So that's one mistake, I guess is, is um not documenting, everything right and i think right. a lot of people um kind of hear that and say like okay well how's that going to bring me new patients how's that going to um obviously like uh, i don't know make my practice more successful just documenting my struggles like do you think if people think that way it's more like they're being selfish like hey man just document it like that way other people can learn from you or is it more like that's a lot of time to just document it because if you think about it ashley you're in a different position like people are looking up to you you know what i mean like what what should i do next what what do i need to do here but if like a regular startup like a one-week startup is documenting everything which i mean we always encourage everybody to document it Um, right how is that going to help them like you know attract new patients how is that going to help them just be more successful sorry i I was trying to follow your train of thought i don't understand (laughs) your question (laughs) <laughs> okay. No, it's probably I, my fault. I probably lost I, you. I probably lost you. Sleep deprivation, Michael. No, 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 no. I was really trying hard to follow where you were going with this. But <laughs> no. Follow. The question the question is like, for example, yes. tell me like you tell me like, okay, um uh, you tell a dentist, uh, you need to document your process, right? Right. And then they're like, Okay, cool. Like I see how that's gonna help other dentists, but how is that gonna help me like how is that going to help me get more new patients how is documenting uh, my struggles okay. going to help me be more I successful understand. yeah i see said the blind man yeah. okay <laughs> so when we say document it's telling your story telling your brand and so you know don't document just for the sake of documenting like oh this is the new wallpaper that we chose like you have a story to tell that is unique to you. You have a very unique perspective when it comes to dentistry. You have a unique way of seeing new patients. You have a unique way of, you know, building your culture. And that is what we want you to be documenting because people don't buy just because, you know, like you put an ad and unless you are the cheapest dentist on the block, then more power to you but 
Apple didn't become Apple without building their brand, their culture. And um, I mean, if you listen to Simon Sinek, you know, know your why. Start with your why, and and then that is what we mean by documenting. And that is that's basically what I did. I don't know if if you guys remember, but for since from April until our doors opened September, I was telling my story on Facebook Live. I was telling my story via long posts on. Facebook and Instagram, I was, you know, basically talking about who I was, what I enjoyed, not the dental part, but everything else. Like, and I built my my business plan based off of my love of people, my love for food, my my love for culture and community and supporting small businesses. And that is what we created at Smiling Company. So I think just just from documenting going to cafes going to wineries meeting the winemaker themselves and then sharing that with with whoever was paying attention to to my platform mm. people it made people um resonate with with me and 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 how i was really passionate about doing things differently and I didn't want to be a very like high end, like super dental spa wearing white coats, and you can't really talk too loudly in the operatories because we were going to have, you know, like the sound of running water and chirping birds. <laughs> like that—that that isn't who I am. Chirping like, birds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted a very like cacao. <laughs> <laughs> Like the most <laughs> weirdest birds. Like the weirdest birds ever. The birds. Like I had a very vivid image of what I wanted dentistry to feel like in my yeah. practice. I wanted you to feel like you could laugh as loud as you wanted to. I wanted to play like really fun music in the operatories. And I wanted people to ask me about my favorite IPA or, you know, like where I ate that past weekend like that is what I wanted everyone to know about myself and the brand that we were building and our culture at Smiling Company so when people come in that's the first thing they ask about it's not oh what procedures do you offer and how much is this and how much is that it literally is people coming in and telling us like oh hey I saw that you guys had a um, a charity wine event. That's awesome. We want to go to your next party. And I don't know. Like, it's it really is just, you know, telling your story. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the whole documenting part. And, and I wish more people would document not just the highs, but the lows, too. And, and that's, that's going to, that ties into my initial answer, which was, you know, I, I should have documented everything. Like, I should have talk to you about not wanting to get out of bed some mornings because because it was just rough like and not and it, you know like everyone thinks that oh because you you get x amount of patients a month like sometimes you still worry about paying your bills and and because your overhead is high because you know you invested in your team you pay them higher salaries than, you know, bottom of the barrel staff. 
and and you want nice equipment and you want good labs and you want the best dental supplies but you're still accepting PPOs and and you have to balance all of that so i that's why if you listen to the last podcast about how you know like we we all talk about like oh i'm getting a thousand new patients a month and nobody is talking about like it sucks that sometimes your overhead is is really really high and and your collections you're still waiting for them because you're still waiting for insurances not to deny your claims mm-hmm. like, that that stuff sucks i know yeah yeah and you know what it's kind of um it's a little bit i don't know about shocking but surprising like you saying um, that you didn't document enough because I feel like people, that's where everything kind of came out of, right? From you documenting. Right. And right. to be honest, I feel like you are the few or the only who's like just documented the process through podcasting this long through podcasting, but at the same time, like through uh, Facebook and everything. So it kind of tells you like if you're listening and you're like, oh, I'm going to document it. But once I get the, nah, man, just start, like just start documenting now and like start talking about you. I like the fact that you went out to do, I guess, like ground marketing, right? Like you went out to bars, you went out to, or, you know, pubs and things like that. You went out to coffee shops, you went out to wineries and build rapport with these people. And you recorded that. And that's where people were like, oh, you know, let me share it. The business decides to share it. Or let me partner up with you. And then people say, hey, I go there. I visit there. What is it? Oh, this is a dentist. Whoa. You know, that's how. So it it all kind of ties like. When you document it, you you share it, and then people see you, your personality, and like that's the thing. I feel like people need to be you, like not you, Ashley, but you need to be you. Like, <laughs> like people need to be like Michael needs to be Michael, uh, Billy needs yes. to be Billy, right? And uh-huh. for example, one person I think who I don't know, have you seen them? Uh, I don't know how to say it. Or I forgot. Um, I don't know if you've seen their practice, but it's Atlas Dental, right? Um, have you seen him or anything or no? Is that um, the dancer? Yes. See? See what I mean? You know him. He's the dancer. He's That's the, the thing. Hugh. I think his name is Hugh Pham. And, yeah. And we, like, I see him and I'm like, holy crap, he, he's a b-boy. Like, he, he break dances. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, I want to be his backup dancer. <laughs> and so, like, he's break dancing. And he puts he puts that out there, and at the same time, he's also posting like his progress of his practice, right? Like I think right now, I just saw that they just finished the framing or something like that, so he's excited. But like immediately, you said, "Oh, the dancer, right?" So like that's him. He's showing his personality. Now, Hugh, you just need to start documenting it. You know, start doing some Facebook lives uh, on the group and everything, and share. Yeah. But I mean, like that's cool, you know. He needs to. He needs to Facebook live um, his battles. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen some of his battles? I was looking at yeah, some of his he's battles. Yeah, he's dope. He's like, dope. Here's the thing. He shared with me some of his battles, and then I went down this rabbit hole of YouTube for like an hour looking to see if I could find more battles. And I'm like, oh man, That's I need awesome. to. I need to get back into reality. He's a good dancer, man. Really good dancer. Um, but anyways, that's like that's a good thing, right? Like he's him. He's not like just. Like we knew he was a dancer first and foremost, right? Than anything else. But right. okay, so that's one mistake that you've learned the documenting process. Anything else you want to mention to the people? Um, to the fans? I'm just kidding. To the audience. I, uh, what else? 
I think I think you need to um, really hire smart and this is something that I really do pride myself on not that not the mistake but I see a lot of people make this mistake because they hire whoever's available and whoever they think is going to be going to fit in their um, not hiring for culture but they're hiring what they think they can afford because they're a startup and and I think that's a mistake I I would have been a wreck if I didn't have the team that I had I have in place um, and and yeah and it it means that your overhead is is more because you're paying for higher quality people but you know like Judy, Bianca, Ashley, you know, Dr. Alexa, and now I have Jen, like they all, they're all amazing people and, um, and, and they've been amazing team members. So um, that would be something that I really do pride myself on. So and not like hiring cheap, right? Right. Which so is kind of hard if you think about it, like, cause you're a startup, right? Especially if like you're trying to bootstrap it or anything like that like it's right it's hard because that's all it you really have it is so hard yes it is so hard and like i said in the beginning like submitting payroll hurts <laughs> but yeah. we wouldn't have all of the five star reviews if i didn't have an amazing team like and 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 our patients feel that right away when they when they step into our office they they know that our culture is is casual and comfortable and we have fun together and we genuinely love each other we really do like you can you can feel it in in the air and and it sounds so cheesy but it's if you pretty read cheesy our, yeah yeah it's so cheesy but if you read our reviews it's the truth like it you know you have to hire hire for your brand do you ask everybody to leave a review all your patients or are they just like willingly leave one so we have been not very good about um, asking everybody for reviews. I think it, and for me, especially like in the beginning, I, I always told myself if a patient has an amazing experience, they're going to leave a review. Mm -hmm. And that just isn't true. Like I can have an amazing experience anywhere I go, but I have written probably two reviews in my entire life. Oh man. Yeah, because I suck as a consumer. I'm sorry. Like it it's just fact. Like I if I think there's like stellar stellar service that just happened, I will let the person know who gave me the stellar service that they are amazing. But unless they ask me for a review, which has only happened twice, I've only left reviews twice. Because once you leave the establishment, Honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll tell people, like, word of mouth, but to log onto my phone or my computer and write paragraphs, I won't, I won't go that extra step unless I was, one, personally asked to do it, or two, it, it was made easy and available to me to leave the review. So, and that is my downfall. Like, I, I hate asking for reviews, but it's something that we have to get over. Like, I... We, we have to self-promote and we have to be really good about self-promoting and asking those patients, not just for reviews, but for referrals too. So every day during our huddle or our wrap up, 
So we started incorporating not just a morning huddle, but an afternoon wrap up at the end of the day, just to go over how things went. You know, who did we ask your views from? Mm-hmm. Improve. Where did we get? You know, sidetracked. Where could where could we have been better? And it's been amazing. Like if if you guys are thinking about doing something like that, I would highly recommend it because it, it tells us at the end of the the day, like, hey. You know, I totally did not ask for a review from Mrs. Jones when when she was raving about us. So that's interesting. That's good to know. So, like, the one thing that's kind of um, surprising too that you haven't said is your trademark issue. I thought that would have been like the biggest mistake you've made. Oh shoot! Yeah. <laughs> has that has anything? I didn't want to talk about it because I'm like. It's kind of like we're beating a dead horse, but at the same time, I'm like, is anything happened with that or no? Oh, I was so mad about that. So Something's I happened? Haven't, I haven't um, reached out to my attorney um, because I'm still mulling it over, but I'm like 90% sure we're going to change the name. Oh. I'm, I know, and it's, it's just freaking frustrating, guys. Like, I almost wish I didn't apply for the trademark you know what i mean because if if i didn't apply for although we are pretty public in you know on the on the internet and we've talked about it on the podcast so i'm sure i would have been found out if i didn't try to apply for the trademark but Mm -hmm. it's just i think this this guy obviously he you know he he wants to get paid and and as a matter of principle, I don't want to. I don't want to pay him. Like I, that's my name, and ugh, it just irks me. Okay. But I have a I have a call with um, Studio Eighty Eight on Wednesday, oh, and we are yeah we're gonna go over branding and logo, and it's just I, I'm excited. Is um Studio Eighty Eight? Are they gonna go to the opening too? I, asked I mean, at the opening, dang, jeez, uh, the At the white party? Yeah. Yes. Um, so Josh says he can't come to that, but he and his wife, Joanna, are thinking about going um, to Napa in October. So it's like, oh, my gosh, Brian and I will so meet up with you and be the third and fourth wheels. <laughs> third and fourth <laughs> wheels. Yeah. Okay, I thought they were going to go. I was, like, I was about to say, oh. heck yes, I'm definitely going now, but now I'm still in the, I don't know if I should go or not. Ew, you should just come anyways. No, really, are you going to come? Possibly, possibly. Okay, so how, should we enter into a new segment on uh, this, like, uh, add a new segment? Like, answer a question from the group, or what do you think? Or should we just end it? Like, just conversate and end. Um... Do you have any any questions from the group that you there's got? A, there's a bunch of questions. I mean, like, just answer any question from the group. You know what I mean? Like, if they ask a question on the group, any question. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or what do you think? Or nah? Um, no, yeah. I think it's all, always awesome to end with questions from the group. Okay. So, um, let me look for a question. Okay, okay, this one, the most recent activity. It's by Shay um, F. Obit. I think that's how you heard it. 
says, hey there, friends. Can you please share your experiences on no rent paid for a specific time period after the build-out phase? Whether it was something you were able to get or whether it was something you were not expecting to get and did not negotiate for it. I thought it was normal to have three to six months free after the business was open, but perhaps I've misunderstood. I'd love to hear how it worked for you. Didn't that happen to you? Um. Well, that was what we were negotiating when I was in the retail we're looking at retail spaces, but um, since I bought my building, it does not apply to me. <laughs> oh, okay. Got you, got you. Yeah, but I, I, I am going to answer that question, though, and I think it all just depends on your location and how hot property is, because if you are in Manhattan or, I don't know, L.A. or anywhere in the Bay Area, it's, I think... You're, you'd be hard-pressed to find any months free because, you know, spaces are getting snatched up at, at prime dollar. So um, I think if... I think you have to have a very seasoned broker in your area who has been around the block and, and if he has dental experience, even better, dental or medical. But um, I think it... you. Just to categorize that is is um, is too hard because it just varies very, very, very much. So, what? Who was it? Um, Trent Trent McCord in Arkansas. So he's in Arkansas, and his landlord built out his entire office. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, like that's amazing. That would never happen in California. Like so, <laughs> I think free rent is 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 like on the same same page as that. So sorry, that is um that's my answer. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, anything else that you wanted to mention before we sign off for this week's episode? Um, I will keep you guys posted on how my. First official day back at work goes tomorrow, and I will keep you guys posted about a pos- the possible name change for Smiling Company, as well as um, our white party details and how we're going to be marketing that. And um, and yeah, and that's that's what we are gearing up for for the next uh, four weeks. And um, and yeah, and then me just finding my groove and getting more sleep. I know, yeah. Wait, you're in the process. super out of it right now. I don't even know. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> hey, really quick. By any chance, did you know I created a Facebook group, Ground Marketing, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, let me find it. What's it called? Ground Marketing. Oh, where'd you get that name? <laughs> I thought about myself. No, I'm just kidding. But did you <laughs> did you know I created it or no? Are you on it? You told me about it. Hold on. Oh, you're not you on have... it? No, you didn't invite me, dude. Oh, okay, I've invited you. I really okay. did it? No. Oh, you just invited me now. Thanks a lot, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just wanted to know. Oh, that... you, you made Andy a moderator? Cool. Oh, yeah, 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 Andy. Uh, Tran, he's actually opening up his own practice. It's already hit. Um, yeah, and he is using my designer. Oh, really? You're welcome, Andy. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so Andy had reached out to me 
heck of a long time ago. And he's like, hey, who is your designer? And so I gave him Tammy Teal's contact information. But I was like, you're in Texas. Um, I'm going to give you her information anyways. I don't know if she goes out of state, but hopefully that would be awesome. And she she's his designer. Isn't that cool? That's, that's so, cool. Wow. So she does out of state? Apparently. Tammy, if you're listening, does she listen to the podcast episodes or no? No, she's oh. too busy. I was going to say, well, it, she could be doing stuff and listening to the episode. Anyways, I was going to say, if she's listening, we're open <laughs> for sponsorships oh. by any chance. If you're, oh, hey, I'm, you've done a lot of Facebook Lives in your ground marketing group. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just talking to my, my fam there, my peeps, about ground marketing. Mm. and I thought you were already in it. I didn't know you were not in it. That's why I was wondering, like, I wonder why Judy's not, like, because I know Judy's really interested into, like, all the... Oh, let me add Judy. Yeah, I thought... She's not in it? Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. She was in it before I was in it. Yeah, she, she's been in it. She's uh, on top of it. I didn't know you, you weren't in it, though. This is yeah. not a discreet way to plug in my Facebook group, Ground Marketing, by the way, to ask people to join. Not at all. But... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, alrighty, yeah, alrighty. Sign us out then. Oh wait, we All never right. dropped the oh. intro music from the beginning. Oh, dude, drop! I'll drop just it. drop it somewhere. It's probably dropped already. Anyways, um, <laughs> what what? Sign us out then. Alright, guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Making of Smiling Company. <sighs> I really don't want to lose that name. Sorry, sorry. Side note: um, if you aren't a part of our Facebook group, make sure to join. It's the making of a dental startup. And Michael has his own ground marketing group as well. So make sure to Aww. join. Thanks for plugging that in. Well, you know, it, it is your podcast. So. <laughs> no, it's that. It's both. But taste cheese. Anyways, what were you saying? <laughs> so make sure to, um, to join that group as well because Michael is the king of ground marketing. And he is dropping his first ever course. So um, be on the lookout for that. Um, follow us on social media, guys, at The Dental Marketer and at Smiling, Co- sorry, Smiling Company. I choked on my saliva. <laughs> sorry, I was thinking about food. This is why I haven't lost any weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I just tell you, at the, at the, at the moment, my, um, my au pair, Carla, she is baking banana <laughs> nut bread. Oh. Yeah. That is why I just choked <laughs> on my saliva because I can smell it from downstairs. So um, this could be hard, just, Ashley. This could be hard. I'm just gonna be this size forever. Which, <laughs> uh, you know, like I mean, you, you gotta love your your skin, the skin you're in, right? Yeah, but there's health though, like health issues <laughs> that <laughs> some of the people, like for example, when I hear like Kelly Clarkson say like. I, you got to love what you're in and everything. I'm like, yeah, you do. You're right. Yeah. But like diabetes as well happens. So, I mean, right. I don't know, man. Like do you, I don't know. Right. Let's continue right. to side this out. Okay. Sorry. So we sidetracked again. Yes. <laughs> Leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. Cause now you can listen on Spotify people. Five stars and up only. Um, and that's it. Right, Michael? Yeah, that's it. Listen to us on Spotify, guys. That'd be really awesome. Alrighty. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Have an awesome week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
I don't know if this is gonna work, Michael. You wanna do it? <laughs> when? I don't know. Dang, this is freaking hard. I can quit. Um, can, can you do it early afternoon today? Oh no, I can't really oh, afternoon. Really after okay, um, Carla's gonna watch him. He might be hungry, Carla. That's some formula. And can you check his diaper? Thank you. Okay, no, we're good then. Carla, Carla's a lifesaver. Hi, Carla.